0: And now here's your host, Mari.
1: Hello, everyone. It's Mari, and happy Thursday. Today we are doing our AHA Crystal Camp preview call. I'm so excited and I'm very sorry for the barking dog in the background. That one I can't control, but um, I'm so excited for today's call because we are actually bringing to fruition an idea that I've had for years, and that is to get my dear friend Allison Hayes, the rock girl, to um, to work with us in a long-term capacity. We are going to be doing an actual crystal what i call a crystal camp and that's something the guys that's the title the guides gave me and i kept working with it for a couple of days i kept working with it and trying to sort out is this the right title is this the right title and it stuck so we decided to keep it um but you know what i was looking at is you know i do all these telesummits, and and you've been hearing me say it on the last several shows i got really tired of you know 25 or 30 speakers and kind of everybody going in all different directions you know and i know for myself I don't, I don't work with 30 different people personally. You know, you have your very, very select few. I call them my, uh, my personal dream team. And I think that, you know, life, spirituality and your spiritual development isn't really a practice. It's actually a lifestyle. And, the, and working with energy and, and, and working with the tools that have been given to us and that are here for us that we don't even know about, once we figure out what they are and how to do it, life gets so much easier. There's so much more here um, for you to work with than you ever, ever imagined. And one of the people that's taught me how to do that is Allison. So she uh, is also known as the rock girl. She is an internationally renowned psychic, um, award-winning psychic. She's a high priestess of stones, but she's the only initiated high priestess of stones in the entire country. She has... um, worked internationally, she's worked with a bunch of major celebrities, teaching them all about how to incorporate crystals and sacred stones and Reiki. She's a Reiki grandmaster, not a regular Reiki master, but a Reiki grandmaster. She's taken Reiki 17 times, um, and she teaches, and she has an amazing school down in Asheville, North Carolina now, um, and I'm very proud of her because it's been such hard work to actually get a building that's devoted to teaching people how to communicate with and really commune with the life of the soul. And um, so today I'm excited to just have this preview call to give you a little taste of what our three-week um, Crystal Camp is going to entail. We're going to have – Crystal Camp is going to actually run starting next Thursday. So uh, and it's going to be for three – we'll do three classes consecutive Thursdays. So next Thursday and then three more after that. It's all on the um, – on the, on the page that you'll see. If you click the button on on our event page, you'll see it. And so today's call is really to help us just get set up, to talk, you know, to dive deep, and to really, hopefully by the end of Crystal Camp, give you confidence in how to pick your stones, how to communicate with your stones, and all the different combinations. And this is what's really interesting to me, in, and we're going to talk about this today um, with Allison once I let her actually say hi recipes that you can, the ways that you combine these stones and how they interact with each other. So Most people think, you know, a crystal is, I have huge stones, 25 pound stones and, you know, oh, it's pretty in this side of the house and it's pretty over in that corner and all that kind of stuff but um, when you put them together they can really work for you and and sometimes they can work against you if you put the wrong things together, which I had no idea. So we're going to learn all about that and a bunch more. I'm going to Open up Allison's line and say hello. We're going to get started. Oh, also, before I even do that, let me just say, we will be doing some stone readings today. So Allison will be doing her, and if you've been on these shows, you know how popular these readings are. Um, If you want to raise your hand for a reading, please do that now so I can see how many of you are here so I can gauge how much teaching we do uh, so we get enough readings in. And you do that by pressing star 2 on your handset. So if you have a question for Allison today, you can press star 2. I see a lot of you got on early and have your hands already raised. Um, so do it sooner than later so that we can see. Okay. Let's see. Let me unmute your phone, Allison. And Hi. Welcome.
0: Hi. Hey. Welcome. Ari. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So excited to be here.
1: I am happy to have you here I, I thank you because I know you're moving and you're moving tons of stone from one location in Asheville to the other and you 've been working twenty hour days for weeks and weeks and I appreciate you coming on the middle of an afternoon to to sit with us in our AHA community but you you 're in for a treat because these are the advanced people these are our light workers who get it and so um, we want the good stuff. <laughs> this Yay! At the, uh, you know, at the, at the front end of the call, we, you know, it's like a, it, I think most people in this community, especially if they're on this call, um, appreciate the level of, of study that you've done and, and that's how you live. This is what I love about you. I know we had this conversation the other day is um, I only want people to come and speak to my audience now who are what, are what I consider to be craftsmen, and I get a lot of people who – write to me who want to be on the show and I say no to because they're just starting out or they're dabbling or they haven't even listened to one of the shows but they want to be on the show because so they hear about it. And um and I really only want to have the people who live sleep, eat, and breathe what they do. And I know that's you and I just want to say I honor that about you and um, and welcome. So uh why don't you tell us I know we always do giving of every show, but why not just for those that they haven't heard of you or whatever, can you tell people your your little story of how you got to work with the stones
0: oh okay <laughs> um a little story okay um well my name is allison but my friends <laughs> call me the rock girls <laughs> uh by that I, I think you guys already know that long story short i when i was younger like you know very young like two three four years old you know i i I had voice, you know. I, I had conversations in my head as an adult, but I couldn't verbalize them. And it's weird because I think I, I really kind of came in from my other lifetime very quickly because I remember looking at my hands and arms and thinking, like, who, who, who where am I? You know. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, there was a, a, a part of me. Uh, I suppose it's the higher self um, and and the soul level that knew, like, okay, you know, I'm starting over again. There's more, and I. I felt kind of not, I felt like I couldn't communicate well, but I could communicate well with spirit, and so the psychic stuff kept coming in, and I really started to communicate on an energetic level with uh, animals. I grew up on a farm. Um, God bless my father. He was a doctor, and he brought home everything that was hit on the side of the road, and as long as I took care of it, I was able to keep it. And so I, I learned about healing. I learned about energy. I learned about trees, and I would always collect rocks and make fortresses and fairy houses, and I was always connected, and, you know, that was my world, and I felt like I really understood that, and I, you know, I had to learn how to walk and talk and crawl and and speak just like every other human being at the age of two, three, and four, and then I went to school, and I would get these psychic messages and kind of blurt them out, and I used to get in trouble, and I, I felt very misunderstood, and so I really started turning to nature to communicate, and um, luckily in about, I think I was in fifth grade, my parents transferred me to Buckingham Friends School in Lahaska, Pennsylvania, and it's a Quaker school, and our homework was actually to go outside and come back and do a story about what the trees said, you know, the clouds, the rivers, the rocks, and so, you know, I would write about rocks and trees, and, um, you know, I would still deliver the psychic messages, and I would get in trouble because I was telling things, I was telling stories that's what they were. Never mind, they actually came true. I was telling stories. So in seventh grade, I took a, I think it was a biology class where we got the box of rocks. Remember those? Um,
1: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm.
0: And I used to carry them around all the time, you know, like a box of candy in my book bag, and they were my friends. And so since I wasn't allowed to deliver psychic messages anymore, you know, when when you have that urge, you need to deliver it. So I would ask people to to pick the rocks, and, and the rocks would tell you what they had to say. And so that's really, in seventh grade, how I got my nickname, the Rock Girl, and how I started delivering rock readings kind of under the table. And I would get questions like, you know, does so-and-so, you know, Tommy Smith like me? Is, is you know, Aaron going to ask me to the dance? Uh, am I going to make the field hockey team? And we would pick the rocks, and I knew what the rocks meant, because remember, there was pyrite in there, tourmaline, and I started studying rocks and doing book reports. God bless book reports. I learned so much that way. And um, so I knew about the stones, but the psychic messages started to link. And so that's really how I started, and I had to kind of, you know, go under the table, so to speak, go, go in the closet about this, but I really felt that I, it was felt familiar, it felt good, and it felt like I needed to do it. Um, and then, of course, I went to high school, and it was frowned upon, and I tried desperately to be normal and, and kind of put the rocks away, but I couldn't stop thinking about them.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. um,
0: mm-hmm. I kept them under my bed, and I would pull them out in the middle of the night, um, all sorts of crazy stuff. And, and you know, I, I struggled with it. It was kind of like a weird habit. And um, then I went off to college, and I got to decorate my own room, and people would love to come into the room because they love the stones. And so I always was kind of trying to – find a way to slip this into my my life. Um, And then in my early 20s, the psychic stuff started, you know, the more you play with rocks, the more they accelerate your psychic ability, little did I know. And so Mm -hmm. in my early 20s, I thought, you know, what is wrong with me? Um, You know, and I was fighting with my mother, and so she sent me to a therapist, and the therapist said, you're not crazy, you're psychic. And so she got me, some. she started me down the path of training for my psychic abilities, and I started taking Reiki, And they started to blend, and I really started to to learn more about them and have more control. And I found a fabulous stone teacher, um, Robert McCall, and I cry every time I talk about him on air. Um, He's since passed. But he taught me everything I know about stones. I mean, I knew how to energetically connect to them, which a lot of the listeners probably are thinking, yeah, I know how to do that, too. And what Bobby did, um, his nickname was the Supreme Troll. Imagine that. And, and mm-hmm. so Bobby took my, my energy connection with stone, and he taught me how to use them to connect to myself, Mother Earth, spirit, um, how to do a lot of the combinations we're going to be talking about over the next three weeks. Um, you know, and it, he, he taught me everything I know, and I'm excited to pass that on. And so in my early 20s, I started studying with Bobby um, I started taking Reiki like a maniac. I've taken Reiki 17 times from start to finish, which means level one through master level. I've taken six years of Reiki master teacher training. I was attuned uh, by a Reiki grandmaster. And, um, you know, all of this energy started to wake up within me, and I was just so lucky. You know, when the student is ready, the, the teacher appears, and I, have, I bumped into in my mid-20s some amazing teachers that I've studied with for 20, 30 years, and and so, you know, my education started in my early 20s, and then I wanted to be in my quest, I should rephrase that, to be normal. I met a very nice boy uh, when I was 30, and I got married when I was 33, and I put everything away because uh, his family thought it was weird, and within two or three years of that, I started to get sick. I got thyroid, you know, I had hyperthyroid, I, this, that, my hair was falling out, um, I gained wow. weight, all Yes, and it's when I put the rocks away, when I stifled the psychic ability, um, that I just started to to physically come apart, and so Mm -hmm. after about four years of that and going to doctors and them not knowing what was wrong with me, I thought, you know, let me pull these rocks back out of storage, because my my husband was like, oh, we have too many rocks, and what do you do with these? You don't need them, and, you know, maybe he didn't, but I did. (laughs) Right. Yeah, those are
2: your
1: peeps.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. So I managed to actually get my thyroid back under control. And I started, um, you know, I I worked for a film company for many years. I got to travel. I got to see a lot of great things. But my, my heart literally was connected to these stones. So in my early 30s, I pulled the stones back out, and I started to do energy balancing with the frequency of stones. And then people wanted me to teach classes. And I was still studying in Europe at the time. Um, and so I I was doing crystal reiki, Atlantean reiki. I was studying with Bobby. Um, Bobby had a huge crystal farm out in Tamasi, South Carolina, and I would help him cleanse the stones and price the stones. And eBay was a big deal back then, and I helped him do all of his write-ups. And so I was able to connect um, to that world once again through through all of all of this energy work and. The the sad thing is, is it did take a toll on my marriage because the more I kind of grew into the energy and the stronger the connection the spirit, the farther away I grew or I outgrew my marriage and it ended up ending, um, uh, you know, in divorce. But I, you know, honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way because now I get to do this full time.
1: <laughs> wow,
0: well, um, yep. And I meet so many amazing people like yourself, but I've known you for thousands of years anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it's it's really great because now I do this full time and I'm blessed and um, I just basically dove back into the crystals and uh, the energy work and the reiki and the psychic ability as a way of healing. My my marriage broke up and it it didn't end nicely and it was very painful and I myself um, had to really put my money where my mouth was and turn to the stones for healing and for transformation and personal growth and. You know, to this day, um, you, you know from our conversations that I, I still turn to them. Uh, one thing that I can guarantee every single person who's listening out there today, Mari, is that when they work with stones, when they work with spirit, um, they will definitely start the process of transformation. The, the secret is to find out what process works best for them, and I think that's really um, part of the, the thrust of, of the next three weeks' crystal Camp. And so that's mm-hmm. that's kind of my story. And and anybody who knows me knows that I do literally work 20-hour days. And the last five years have been incredibly transformational um, for me. What I didn't realize was, like transformation, it, it, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I thought it was going to be yes, fun. Yes, it gonna, is. I was going to float around in the pool with a pina colada and, and just transform and ascend. But instead, I'm hauling literally tons and tons of stones. So I'm in the process of moving into my new school in Asheville this week. Uh, the movers are actually moving my things <laughs> while I'm on this call. Um, <laughs> I'm making you crazy, I know, I know. Yes, about. isn't that fun? Um, but I've actually, I have a lot of help from Sacred Stone School students who volunteered um, to, to help me out. My, I send my, my greatest gratitude out to them. And um you know, the school is really assembling and and kind of coming together while we're on this phone call. How exciting
1: no, that's so amazing that's
0: that's kind of my story. I mean, I do psychic stuff, I teach Reiki, I teach rocks, um, and you know i I'm really excited to have my own infrastructure down here and you know, for everyone out there i people have been asking me for a really long time to do online classes, and to be honest with you I, I just haven't had like the time and the focus to do that and then here comes Mari.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> I've been waiting Mari. for this for like 5 years. I've been it's been percolating in my head. So um I wanted to get into a little bit of the content and then we have a bunch of people who I think would like to have a stone reading with you so we'll get into that in a few minutes. But um let's talk a little bit just um for the sake of you know, making sure that we have enough content on this call, so when people are listening back and they're not getting a reading, they're hearing stuff that's of value. Uh, what? Let's talk about what the stones and crystals really are and what they're not, because I think people are really confused as to now, are these stones? Do they have personalities? Do they? Are they? Are they really alive? Are they just rocks that are pretty? What? Like
0: what? <laughs> let's, okay, totally good question. <clears throat> All right. So, first of all, stones um, are giant magnets, okay? All, um, we're going to talk about some facts first. All magnets are stones, okay? A lot of people, people are very familiar with magnets, how they work. They come together or they polarize. Magnets are a type of stone called magnetite. And basically, stones are solids, crystalline, well, they're they're solid. Some are crystalline, some are not. We're going to get into that in a minute. But... They're, they're solids that contain ions, molecules, and atoms that vibrate at a certain frequency. Now, if anybody picks up a book of stone, you know, there's two books that I would recommend for people out there. This is actually a good mm-hmm. fact. Uh, the Crystal Bible by Judy Hall and The Book of Stones by Robert Simmons and Naisha Archion. Uh They're really two very... Strong books are great for beginners, and they can take you all the way to advanced levels. Now, I have spent probably about $10,000 on all kinds of books, and I still have them because, you know, (laughs) I spent money on them. But my go-to books were those two books, and they have Volume 1 and Volume 2, and Volume 2 is great, but all you really need to kind of start out and even follow this class is Volume 1 of the Crystal Bible by Judy Hall and the Book of Stones, Volume 1, by um, Robert Simmons and Aisha Ashian. And you'll see there's tons and tons of different kinds of stones. But all stone, every single one of them out there, contains an electromagnetic frequency. And when they vibrate, they create a magnetic field. And that magnetic field, the way it works in relationship to people, it connects to their chakra system and their auric field. Our chakras are whirling disks of light and energy. And I teach a chakra balancing class in person. I also certify in a certain technique. Um, of chakra balancing and auric cleansing. We have over 88,000 chakras in our physical, in, in our human body, okay? And um, there are so many different types of stones, and they connect to certain chakras in different ways. So not, you, you know, not every stone is good for every chakra, and that's why a crystal healer really needs to know what, they have, what they're doing, and, and they have to not only know the frequency of the stone not only know the metaphysical pro, um, you know properties, but they also have to know energy and they have to know the client. And so certain stones work with certain chakras to bring them into balance by an electromagnetic frequency. When you take two, two magnets and you put them together, a lot of times they snap shut um, and they mm-hmm. form an alignment. And that's what you want the stones to do to your chakras, to bring them into balance. A lot of times mm-hmm. if you turn a magnet the other way, um, they'll polarize and they'll move each other apart. And so they don't, they don't, you know, work very well together. And so when I train people in um, my hands-on healer class or the chakra balancing class, I change, first um, train them about energies, Mari, um, and then I educate mm-hmm. them about the stones. Because for you, lapis lazuli might be wonderful for your throat chakra. Lapis lazuli is terrible for mine. It, it, it goes better on my third eye. So if I was bringing lapis lazuli over to your throat chakra and I felt it um, draw towards you and, and stick, I'd be like, ah, that's how to use that stone. And if you came mm-hmm. over to me and you put it on my throat chakra and you felt a subtle pushing away, that wouldn't work. And so, you know, stones are really um, different types of magnets. And there's an art to the laying on of stones as to where they go. I went to a crystal healer once years ago, and they taped, they put the lapis lazuli on my throat chakra, it rolled off, and then they taped it on there. And little did I know I was having the hyperthyroid, which was terrible because, um, you know, lapis lazuli was an activator stone. And so stones, to answer your question, are really like magnets, and they have an electromagnetic frequency that either draws energy to it or polarizes it. And, you know, the art of crystal healing is knowing what the stone does and also the client because there is no one size fits all, and that's what we're really getting into in the next three weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. Do stones have personalities? Okay. Um, You know, that that reminds me of the pet rock, remember? (laughs) The Chia Pet rock. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, stones, um, depending on the stone, Um, some stones are cleansers, some are activators, some are recording stones, Um, they have certain jobs to do. And a lot of the stones that are recording stones record what's going on around them. And so when you tap into them, they kind of replay back the energy, which is mm-hmm. its story. And that's how people feel like they have personality. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Now, let's just um, – there's, there's one um, kind of by the way to this. We're talking about crystal skulls. You know, a lot right. of people – you know, uh, we, we can do a whole other seminar on crystal skulls, but to make a long story short, crystal skulls do have their own personalities because they, you know, they were carved in the shape of a head and they retain and project energy in certain patterns. And it also depends on, what kind, on A, who carved them, and B, what kind of stones they are. But okay. um, a lot of people would sense that, and I know you're a skull junkie yourself um yeah so I bet, yeah and i know you you have a small labradorite skull do you not yes i do how's that i do memory yes
2: yes
0: <laughs> well that little tiny skull has one of the biggest personalities i've ever did see so you would yes they do kind of uh the skulls develop a, a certain energy pattern that re- can be um reflected as a personality does that make sense
1: yeah oh, oh absolutely it
0: makes uh-huh. perfect sense Good. Yeah, so uh, so
1: when we're talking about uh, um, about the stones, I wanna, I just, I wanna ask you if you could tell people how do you actually know the stone is right for you?
0: Okay. When you're choosing.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Oh well, one thing that I want to talk about real fast, if it's okay with you, is yes. the difference between a stone and a crystal. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, perfect. Yeah. In in my intro to rocks class, when people come to see me, I always that first and and i jump up and down like the heat miser because you know i don't like people (laughs) um all crystals are stones but not all stones are crystals does that make sense all crystals okay it and and so um it's like all um you know people are people and then you know all italians are people but not all people are italian kind of thing so, right, right,
1: right. That makes sense.
0: Yes. With that said, um, I get into details, into the science about this and the energy, you know, in, in classes and things like that. But the short version is crystals are a type of stone, okay? And crystals have an orderly pattern of ions, mole- molecules, and ions, like rows of oranges in a grocery store. They, they go all the same way. Um, in all three dimensions. So when you go to the store and you look at the oranges all lined up uh, from left to right, they're 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 orderly from top to bottom and from the, the, the outside of the the um, bin to the back. And so right. crystals have that orderly fashioned ions, molecules and atoms, and it helps them send light and energy much more efficiently. You know, if they were, kind of going around corners and all zigzaggy, the light and the, and the heat would not get there as quickly. And so crystals really a lot of times are very pretty, glittery. A lot people are attracted to them because they send light and energy very quickly. And they're, off, you know, they're the most often used stones by crystal healers, thus the name crystal healers. Now, stones, right. stones include crystals. But they can also include giant rock formations, like the side of a mountain, the Grand Canyon. Um, And what they Uh. are is, yes, aggregates of minerals and organic substances. And so minerals are the building blocks of stones, okay? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, any type of mineral, Uh, pyrite's a mineral, hematite, anything that's really heavy is a mineral. But think about it. Organic substances, uh, leaves that, and, and trees that fall down, that's where petrified wood comes from. Animals, they, they die. Their bones disintegrate. And so stones are an aggregate of minerals and other organic substances. And a lot of times, I like to, to call crystals our conductors, conductors of energy and light. And also, um, they are, um, you know, used in healing a lot. the, mm-hmm. the stones, and you can have, listen, you know, the, the stones that you find on the beach or in the river rocks, um, they right. are con- containers of information. A lot of times if you know how to tap into them properly, you can hear what they have to say, and they record a lot of history. So, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I'm going to call, you know, refer to, to most everything as stones, and when we talk about certain other stones, it's crystals. And so I just wanted to educate everybody in that way. And so with, with stones and, that are really rock formations, um, just laying on them, like going out to Sedona, can recharge you. But if you want to be more precise, crystals um, are definitely the way to go. So I wanted to uh, address that that first of all.
1: That makes so much sense. And what about, um,
0: I, you know, I go
1: out to the the beach here, and I go out like, you know, once a week or so, and I um, I lay on this one particular stone that has crystal in it. And I, I mean, it's this huge slab, it's part of a jetty out in the, at the ocean, but I, it's, like, it's like I feel like I'm on like this bed of frequency, like everything comes in so clear and I get up and I feel like I've just been bathed in light and all kinds of stuff. So there is
0: the potential of there being both or is it just one's embedded in the other? One is embedded in the other. And so you're lying on the rock formation, which basically contains the information of of how it was formed and what's going on around it. And then the quartz crystal, the shiny stuff that you're you're talking about, amplifies um, that information. So it's actually an excellent bed, quote-unquote, to lay on. And so it's amplifying not only, you know, your own energy, but it's energy of the stone. And quartz right. in, in particular is an amplifier, clear quartz is an right. amplifier, and it's also um, a, trans, you know, it, it, it transmits, it transmits the energy in an evenly fashion. And you're also going to the ocean, which is water. And, you know, when someone, you know, if, if you spill water on the ground, the last thing you want to do is plug in, you know, your radio or your television. Because, exactly. you know, it, it's, a, it's a conductor, and so you're really getting charged up there, which is great. Uh, because it's surrounded by water, which is a conductor. You're lying on a stone, which is containing information, and the crystals are actually amplifying and transmitting um, whatever story is in that stone. So there you have it. Uh, And also, let's not not forget the sand. And you're talking about the New Jersey um, beach at at the moment, correct?
1: Right, right.
0: Okay. That is mostly quartz crystal, and quartz crystal, again, is an amplifier. Now, if you go over... The, that is mostly quartz crystal and quartz crystal again is an amplifier now if you go over to the west coast and you're talking about the, the pacific ocean and the beach uh, the, the the beach over there appears a bit more purple a bit darker than the new jersey beaches correct
1: right De- yes definitely
0: that's because there's a, another a different type of stone in the sand and in the stones out there called lapidolite it's a purple stone And it has lithium in it, and it's very, very calming, number one. But it's also a psychic stimulator. Lepidolite is excellent for the third eye. And what it does is it calms that third eye down, okay, so it actually opens wider and it channels more information. So not all sand and beaches are the same.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing.
0: Does it matter, I know some people are beach people versus some
1: people are mountain people, is it, do you think that the stones have something to do with that?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I used to be a beach person and I loved it and then I, I used to go to um, Bayhead in New Jersey all the time and I grew up on Long Beach Island and I, I feel like I attuned to that frequency and now, believe it or not, um, I live in Asheville, North Carolina. I go back and forth to New York. Nothing can take me out of New York, okay? I love New York <laughs> the Mari because it's an island. It's, ba- it, it's surrounded right. by water, which is a conductor, and, and it's mostly pyrite and quartz. Pyrite is fire, energy, and right. quartz is an amplifier. So that's the city that never right. sleeps. But in Asheville... Um, you know, the mountains here are filled with quartz crystals and there's a big river running through it and so it amplifies that energy and what's on top of the mountain are trees and grass. However, if you go to Sedona, you have, you know, uh, you know it's, it's a whole different type of stone. It's jasper, which is very slow, steady, and calming. And Mount Chasta is another mountain, but it, it's made out of a different type of uh, stone underneath there so you get different energy out there. So... Um, no. The answer is absolutely. What I tell people is, you know, find out where you're drawn to, what geographical area, and then find out what type of stone is underneath the ground and then read about it. And it really will make a lot of sense as to why you're either drawn to that area or you're repelled from that area. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah, that
1: makes so much sense. Wow, 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 wow. I I can't wait for this camp thing because you see, guys, you see the level? This is the level. This is not somebody who learned about stones from somebody else and just, like, you know, reading the book and then trying to sell you stones. This is the real deal. You know, this, this is, us. Uh, okay. So how do people know if a particular stone is right for them?
0: <clears throat> okay. Um, there's a lot of different subtle ways to do it. But initially, just what are you drawn to, what are you not drawn to? Let's, let's take two examples. If you go into, a, a lot of times, um, people, people will say, well, someone told me, I had a reading, and someone told me to get rose quartz to bring love into my life. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, but I'm I really, i I'm not really drawn to it. And I, I would say, okay, well, what does that mean? Well, I went into the store to buy the rose quartz, but I was really drawn to the citrine. And it, it's what you're hungry for, what you're drawn to. And everybody is different, and the, the, the ticket is, how do you connect with stones? Um, do you see, you know, it, are you attracted to it visually? Uh, a lot of people, when I, they do my rock readings in person. They come over and they pick up the pretty stone and then it doesn't feel right and they put it down and they end up with the ugly stone. And so I would, the, the rule of thumb is what are you hungry for? You know, mm-hmm. go over and touch it. If, if you go into a rock shop and they don't let you touch the stones, leave leave. You're not going to know. You know, like, listen, it's right. the same thing as, as buying shoes and buying jeans. Are you going to buy jeans um, and not try them on? Are you going to buy shoes and not try them on? And right. initially, you know, what to be careful for. If you think it's pretty, that's great, but touch it. It may not connect with you. And so, you It's just really, Mari, it's based on electromagnetic frequency because we talked earlier in this call about the electromagnetic frequency of a stone. But let's talk about the electromagnetic frequency of a person. Our chakras are electromagnetic frequency and so is our auric field. So really, when we go to select a stone, we have that electromagnetic pull to it. And so, you know, you're, I love it. I, you know, here's, here's, a, here's a, a task, a, a challenge, a game for, for people out there. Next time you go into a rock shop, go over to a certain area, walk in the front door, and just take note of how you feel. I'm drawn to the left, okay? Okay, what's over here, all right? Or, you know, I really want to go to the right-hand corner, but I get there and I'm propelled back. Um, note the subtle energies because it's the electromagnetic frequency of the stone either drawing you in or Mm -hmm. uh, pushing you away. Now, Mm -hmm. if you're pushed away for any reason, if you think it, feel it, sense it, so be it, okay? Honor those subtle energies because the more you honor your subtle energies, the sharper they get. Um, And one thing, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm intuitively drawn to a stone or I intuitively know that that I want to go to the stone. What I like to tell people in my classes is take the I word out of it. Take the intuit, because intuit, it means, you know, it's going directly to spirit and getting the guidance that way, which is great. You can do that later. But on a healing level, on an energetic level, let the stones draw to them your chakras and work field that needs to be brought back into alignment. Because if you take, if you go on the premise that the stones are Magnets and magnets bring things back into alignment. Um, you're going to walk into that rock shop, and your chakras are going to be doing the talking to the stones, not your higher self. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And then yep. once you you align your chakras and your auric field based on the electromagnetic frequency, then you can go to a stone that might want to activate your psychic abilities or do some angelic work or connect to Mother Earth. But go pretend like you're a giant magnet. Go into the store and, and feel around. Now, don't be surprised, folks, if you pick up a stone and you're like, "Ooh, I like this, I like this, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, it's, it feels done, it feels heavy, or it keeps falling out of your hand. You can attune to stones that quickly. So, you know, wow. especially stones like hematite, pyrite, Quartz, any high-octane, really loud stone, if you will, obvious stones. Um, You know, a lot of people buy hematite jewelry, and then I get emails and questions like, oh, it broke, it fell off, what's going on? It doesn't mean it's a bad stone. It means it did its job and now it's done. And, And in, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about the difference between stones that cleanse, stones that activate, stones that awaken, stones that accelerate, you want to choose the right stone for the right job, uh for goodness' right. sakes you you don't want to get an activator on a heart chakra that has just been broken because you're going to activate that pain. you want to get a cleanser first you see
1: mm. yeah, see there's a lot of logic there's a lot of progression in this stuff that yeah yeah that makes that makes so much sense. I know when I go um to, we have a mutual friend who has a shop, and when I I go and I I picked up actually I was in there recently and I picked up this piece, she I put this piece of Labradorite in my hand, my hand started to sweat. It was like it it it, it was like an appendage. <laughs> my hand it, it. Whenever I feel heat, whenever I, I can hold a stone, whenever I feel heat, or if I put my hand in front of a stone, like if there's a big crystal church or crystal, you know, one of those big tall type things, and I can just put my hand in it, you can just feel in the palms of my hands. And are there any sensors in the palms of your hands to feel this? It feels like that, to, at least to me. And of I've course, my goodness that.
0: gracious. There's probably, a, you know, <laughs> there, there's probably a thousand mini chakras in your hands,
1: okay? Oh, there, no wonder. Okay, I didn't yeah, know that.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, you just brought up a really good point, Mari. You know, you feel heat, you feel sensing. Now, for somebody else, it could be a tingling. It could be a throbbing. And so, you know, this is what everyone needs to pay attention to is how they feel, uh, not how someone else feels, because you feel heat. Now, if I went into a store, I would feel tingling. And so, Uh you you know, this is a really great way as we learn about stones to learn more about ourselves. And so, you know, um, take note of what feels good and what doesn't. And, And since we're on the topic, let's talk about, you know, how do you, how do you know a stone is, is, is good for you? How do you know a stone that isn't good for you is, is more appropriate? I would rather have someone go into a store and buy something that was great for them or was okay for them rather than something that's not okay for them. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, a lot of times, yes. you know, like you were saying, you went into the shop and you felt some really great stuff. Well, right. uh, you know you know what you like and you know what you don't. You've been doing this metaphysical thing for, for, you know, many moons. But a lot of people will go in there seeking help, and they'll say, oh, well, I need this stone and I need that stone, and I have negativity in my office place. And then the person, you know, in the store, depending on how educated they are, will suggest something. And say you'll go over there and, and you know, okay, um, someone is having negativity in their office, and, and the salesperson will say, well, Go to the black tourmaline. Go to the black tourmaline. And say you go over to the black tourmaline and your heart starts racing or you get dizzy. That's not good. So that's not <laughs> going to help you. Okay? And You're so passing many people, out. <laughs> yes, or okay. people get headaches. And, you know, so many people bring their stones to my classes and say, well, I was told to buy this and it's not working or I don't know what to do and it's really not the right stone for them. And so... Um, If it doesn't feel good, the rule of thumb is if it doesn't feel good, it's not good. It doesn't mean it's a bad stone. Um, It just means that it's not matching your frequency. And so instead of the black tourmaline, you may walk past the smoky quartz, and you'll be like, ooh, I like this, I like this. And so when you feel that connection, that that drawing into the stone, that's the right stone for you. A, a, A really good example is so many people come in looking for rose quartz because they want love. And a lot of times, um, you know, they they would, you know, buy the rose quartz and nothing happens. And then they'll come into the rock room and they'll be really fascinated with the citrine. And, and they're like, I don't know why I can't put this down. And I said, well, I do because you're looking for love with the rose quartz. But really, energetically, what you need to balance this, this overabundant heart chakra energy that you've been stimulating with the rose quartz, you're looking, You you, you, you need... The solar plexus, which is the self-confidence level, which is you know the fearlessness, the moving forward, um, that chakra is right below the heart chakra. So you're needing something to support the heart chakra rather than enlarge the heart chakra. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. perhaps your heart chakra.
0: <laughs> yes, I know. You know, pink, yeah. pink, 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 pink. But you know, you know, we'll get into this later in class. But right. you know. Heart chakra energy is pink, but you also have to figure out what you want to do with that heart chakra. So then you bring yeah. in another stone. Yeah.
1: Uh, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is spectacular. I just, this is the kind of thing, again, this is why you need somebody who's a high priestess of stones to, to tell you all the nuances of this stuff. Because so much of the tools that we have, and they get popular because the real housewives all of a sudden start carrying stones in their bra and now everybody wants stones, you know, and then, <laughs> and and we, things become, go in and out of vogue, but these things are steeped in, in ancient wisdom, and they're here for a reason, you know. The whole world is here to talk to us and help us along our way. Um, I know we have a zillion questions <laughs> um, here, so I wanted to see if we could get into some of these Um and we also are going to talk a little bit about what's going to happen in camp. But um, is it okay? Let, can, can we talk about the uh, process for for the stone reading? I know that, that we're going to pick one question, one, one, just one, okay? And remember, we have, like, you know, a lot of people listening in. Um, so, and then they pick how – what are the numbers again?
0: Oh, okay. They're going yeah. to give their the, numbers. Yeah, the best way to do this is um, – When you call in to have one specific question in mind, Um, and remember, the more detailed the question, the more detailed the answer, because we only have a few minutes uh, per person. Now, what I would like you to do is have three numbers chosen between 1 and 42. So when you get on the phone, i will say, okay, what numbers are you choosing? And you're like 1, 5, and 20, for example, What's happening is I have a grid here, and the stones are on the grid and it's numbered. So when you're picking the numbers, you're actually picking a stone that's sitting on that number. And I constantly rotate them and shuffle them throughout this process, so you're never going to get the same number on the, the, the same stone on the same number. So you want three numbers between 1 and 42. I'm going to ask you that first. Then another number between 1 and 4, and then another number between 1 and 6. So you're going to have 5. Numbers altogether: three numbers between one and forty-two, one number between one and four, one number between one and six, and so that the, each number is going to be a stone. And then we're going to hear what they have to say. Okay.
1: Very good. So um if you want to call in and ask for a question, you can do that on start with start to raising uh your hand on, on board and I'm gonna get going with that. Also we have a bunch of written questions coming in. Um please keep your questions to a line or two just because I'm I mean we have about sixty five questions here. Um so i actually let's take a couple of callers and then we'll see if we can get some on some off the board so I can Sift through them. So our first person is also, if you've been waiting for your with your hand up for a while, please get back near the phone uh, so that you don't miss us. Because sometimes we unmute you and you're off washing dishes or something waiting, and you miss us. So uh, the first person is Jake Garrison from New
2: York City. Hello. Hello there. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. How are you, ladies? Good. What's your name? Jean.
1: Oh, hi, Jean.
2: (laughs) Hi, Mary.
1: (laughs) So what's your question today?
2: I have been involved with crystals, too, almost all my life. And I would love to know which... I used to make jewelry out of them as well. I would like to know what is the best for me.
0: Oh, okay. That's a great question. I love your voice, by the way. It's very ancient. Yeah. There are lots of I, I work off the solfeggio tones in the voice, um, and and there's a lot of stuff there. So excellent, excellent. What is the best stone for you? Um, well, let's choose some numbers and see what they have to say. You ready, Jean? Ready. Okay. Three numbers between one and forty-two. One, twelve, twenty-six. One. All right. 12, and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. All right, a number between 1 and 4. 2. 2, a
2: number
0: between 1 and 6. 6. Okay, there's a lot of different stones that are really good for you um, for different reasons, but Mm -hmm. which reason did you have in mind?
2: Oh, any and all. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, long story short, they're, they're show, do you, is this um, jewelry thing, is this a business or is it a hobby?
2: It, it was a hobby, and I did okay. sell to oh. friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It was okay. a long time ago.
0: Okay. Yeah. What's interesting here um, is there, you, you, you didn't choose it, but the stones are, all, are already giving me information. Um, I, I normally don't, you know, kind of come across with this kind of stone to, to tell most people because it's a high-octane stone, but do you work with Herkimer Diamonds because they're showing you're ready for that yes, right now? Yes, I as do. Long as, I've, okay. made,
2: I've made jewelry Woo! with Herks, and I've got some on my sh- my my shelves. Have
0: Yes. Excellent, loads of, yes.
2: You name it.
0: Yes. Well, what they're showing is, they're re- you know, you're really ready to kind of tap into the inside of the crystal of the Herkimer Diamond. However, what they're saying is to make sure to work with a grounding stone like hematite when you do it, so you don't okay. kind of flip your lid and, and, and not find it, you know. And this is pro- this is something we'll cover in the next couple of weeks on how to get the most out of a stone, and with that said, it's using a grounding stone. So. Um, The Herkimer Diamonds are a great place for you to start, well, to continue, to pick up where you left off. And, you know, I don't have time for... um, No, no, no.
2: Understood.
0: Yeah, yeah. But um, with that said, um, Herkimer Diamonds are a really good place for you to pick up where you left off. And it's really about um, a past life. Um, It's really about, you know, past life energy with you. Um, mm-hmm. But in order to download all of that information in the center of the stone, you must work with the grounding stone. They're showing hematite. is going to make a lot of sense um, with things that have gone on in the last 10 years of your life as you retrieve and remember all of this information. The important message in the Herkimer for you is look for the rainbows. There's, the Herkimer diamonds have so many, um, oh, yes. you know, windows within them, and um, and, and, and a, a lot of times they're called fensters, S D N S D E R S It's a type of, of facet within, within that type of diamond. And mm-hmm. there's so much information tapped into the center of the stone about your healing abilities. So, uh, you, know, it, 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 you know, obviously you know you made healing jewelry in um, your other lifetimes, amulets, um, protection jewelry. It's showing you're really good at that. Um, so it's really going to take you back into the center of the crystal to activate in the new cri- in the new frequency of 2013, which we're now into 2014 and beyond. Um, some more, you know, kind of really juicy information that you're going to go on to do. I mean, this is we, we could go on for hours, but Mara would kill me. Um, so I just want to um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wrap that up. But herkimer diamonds as a high-octane activator stone. Make sure you work with it with the hematite, which is, you know, not a lot of people can handle that energy, okay? I know. But stay away from the moldavite. Are you playing with moldavite, too?
2: I once bought moldavite in a ring, okay. and I don't wear it. I lost one stone within sight of three months, and it just sits there.
0: Yes, yes. Um, actually, when we were talking earlier in the show about how to know that stones aren't for you. If you continuously lose them or they break,
3: right. um,
0: that, that's a really good uh, you know, kind of indicator that the stone is, is not meant for you. Um, Moldavite has a lot of kind of ET energies, um, and I'm not saying it's a bad stone. It's not. It's very good for some people, but where you want to go, you want to go back into Middle Earth. You want to go into the center of the stone, um, and not all high-octane stones are the same. So I hope that helps you.
2: It certainly does, and I have to tell you, I have a, a pair of Atlantean crystal earrings.
0: Oh, well, that's where we know each other from.
2: Of course.
0: <laughs> <Thanks> <laughs> All three of Eugene. us. <laughs> yeah.
2: And even <laughs> Tabitha Feline says thank you. God bless, <gasps> ladies.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. too. <laughs> Take care. You too. Okay, so... Um, Wow, that
0: was fun,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, let me just see if I can... Yeah, (laughs) you're so fun. So
3: um,
1: our next person is from Beacon, New York. It's Barbara Anderson, and hopefully that's your name. Hi, Barbara.
3: Hello. Yes, it is. It's Barbara. Uh,
1: Welcome. What's your question?
3: Um, I was lucky enough to have a reading with you a year ago in June. I asked about a relationship with a man named Miguel which you confirmed had a a mutual and real attraction and great potential. But the caveat that I had to change in certain ways, I had to release doubt and embrace my inner beauty if this was going to have a chance to really move forward and grow. So a year later, he's still around me. There is definite affection, but we haven't really um, grown the way I'd like it to. So I'm going to say, obviously, I must not have changed sufficiently that or we would be closer. So what is it that I – my question is, where is the work that I still need to do um, so that I can help us create a more open and expansive relationship?
0: Okay. So you're talking about you had a reading with me, yeah?
3: Yes, correct. That,
0: yeah, okay. Uh, does, yes. does it have something to do with the state of Florida? No. Um, well, not you. There's two people in this relationship, okay? Um, so, with that said, it's it's um, what they're showing. This scale is a balance here. We're going to choose some stones first, okay? But they keep showing the state of Florida. Um, obviously, we're on air, so I don't want to get it too personal. But um, three numbers between one and 42.
3: 12. thirty-seven, twelve.
0: Seventeen. Did you say 37?
3: Correct. Or
0: five, six, seven. Okay. All right. And you said 12, did you say? Yes. Okay. A number between one and four? Three. Three, a number between one and six? Five. Two, five. Okay. All right. All right. So um, you want to know, I have to be honest with you, um, you have uh, three man stones. And so it's not about the work that you haven't done. It's about the work that he needs to do do now, okay? Um, I remember the frequency and the sound of your voice. So I do remember the voice, okay? Um, Thank you. um, Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I'm trying to kind of be politically correct because we are on air with hundreds (laughs) of people listening. um, And I don't want to out too much here. But um, it feels as if he's having issues around family. Do you know if that's correct?
3: yes that would make sense
0: okay yeah they're showing the red calcite which is all about family but the three stones after that are all about him so barbara that's your name correct correct okay barbara you've done your job but what you have to do they're showing your hands and you have they're kind of in a fist like almost kind of like waiting you have to open the energy and and energetically you are connected to him um, and if you, if you don't take on, one of the reasons he's not rising and doing his work is you feel like you have to do it all. Um, energetically, you can affect change by kind of releasing the energy and saying, okay, now it's your turn. Um, the first stone is um, the intuitive stone. It is all about um, amethyst, 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 um, and, and it's showing that intuitively, you're kind of up on this, correct? But what you do is you, you doubt yourself. There's that D word again. Uh-huh.
3: Yes. okay.
0: Yeah, okay. And, yeah, and so intuitive, intuitively, you know this is about his family. Um, and, um, okay, how do I say this in front of 400 people? Um, it feels like he has major family commitments. How's that? Commitments. I feel like I'm playing charades. Um, I think that, it
3: does, his family makes him feel like a baby. He's middle-aged, but they treat him like a baby, and it's held him back from stepping into his own level of maturity. That's my take.
0: Yes. Okay. Great. Well, that's your intuition because it shows you're right on <laughs> with the intuition. Um, but there's there's some huge, huge family ties um, that I can't get into on, in on air. But he's still very much connected. Um, I would strongly suggest a private reading to kind of get into the details, but it does show the dream come true stone that the two of you will connect in a way that you want. Um, the the thing here is is the next part of the work, you know, it's so funny because you like to, you know, you, you're a worker. You like to take on the work. And now <laughs> your work, your job um, is kind of, your homework is to uh, energetically release this back to him and say, okay, now you have to do your job, Okay. Um, The the doubt is about trusting your intuition and letting go. You know that you can change yourself. That's why you want to change yourself, okay? But this guy has to step up to the plate. Will he? They're showing the good old hematite stone, which is a follow-through, a grounded stone. So the answer is yes. But there's a bunch of energy work that I can help you with at another time. Um, and, and obviously, if you if you listen to the class for the next three weeks, we're going to talk a lot about uh, relationships. But it's letting go so he can do his work. Um, energetically, he's almost a bit on the lazy side, saying, "Oh well, she'll do it," um, because you're used to kind of energetically carrying a lot of of responsibility. Does that make sense? Yes, <laughs> uh-huh. absolutely. Huge yeah. amount. Now,
3: I'm more we- the Chinese year of the ox. <laughs>
0: Yes, well, there you go. And what's interesting is they're all grounding stones, red calcite, smoky quartz, golden rutilated quartz, that's your dream come true stone, and then also the hematite, all right? All the spiritual work is good. There's no spiritual stones except for the intuition, and that's telling you to follow it. So you've done your work, and now you have to release. Uh, Mari and I are going to be talking about manifesting um, through the frequency of stones in the next couple of weeks. That's probably a, a really good place for you to um, tune into, and then also how to get the love you want. Um, we're going to be working with some pink stones, but we're also going to be folding in other stones. So I hope that does help you. But you've you've come a long way. You've done your homework, and now your homework is to let him do his. Does that make sense? Excellent.
3: Not only does it, but it frees me and it, and it helps me relax. And and this is wonderful. I can't thank you enough. This really is very helpful to me. Extremely oh. helpful. You're welcome. Thank you. oh. <laughs>
1: Big Thank off. you so much, Barbara. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. You know, it's interesting. I was listening to her and she had such a beautiful, articulate, succinct way of saying a whole lot of information in a very short, you know, organized way. And one of the things as women I think we do, um, and I know you and I have had this conversation privately, is we take on so much of that other person's energy when we're energetically aware and the other person isn't energetically educated. It's almost like we're trying to do, be mommy and daddy at the same time. You know, it's like a single parent of the energy.
0: Absolutely. um, Absolutely.
1: Yeah, just the way she was saying, well, it's, and it's, and we also, I think there's been kind of this runaway train grip on people of we create everything, so we're creating someone else's behavior in, in, you know, and, and, and I think sometimes we, we get it to such an extreme that we don't let ourselves be able to release and allow because we feel like I must be doing something wrong if this isn't if I'm creating everything and this isn't you know coming out to where I want it to be in a certain time period and all that. But uh, I know we'll get in a lot more into that in, in the in camp. But yeah, very very good, Barbara. Thanks for your vulnerability and for your free willingness to share with us today. That was very helpful. And I'm sure you are the only person in the entire o- o- community who's going through that. So. <laughs> Like okay. Not, yeah, <laughs> not.
2: I don't think so, yeah.
1: Okay, let's take one more. Uh, how about Mildred from Yardley, Pennsylvania?
3: Let me see. Hi, Mildred. Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. What's your question? Um, I, too, would like just a general reading on what would be best for me right now, and uh, in particular, if I need to choose something, it would be finances.
0: Okay, all right. Yardley. Wow, Mildred from Yardley. I'm from New Hope. Pretty cool. Um, Millie. Yes. Yes, yes. Just right up the street. Yay. (laughs) Okay, we have, what are your numbers, three numbers between 1 and 42?
3: Okay, I chose these as you were saying
0: to choose, 19, 21, and 15. 19. Okay, 21, and you said 15, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Okay, a number between 1 and 4. Three? Three, a number between one and six. Five. You said five? Five, yes. Okay. Now, you know, it's so interesting because it's really not saying anything about finances. It's really about your (laughs) life path. Have you thought about that? Uh, Yes. yes. Okay. No conclusion. Definitely, yes. Okay. Um, Now, let me ask you something. What about your finances? Be very Specific as to what you want to know. You don't have to make dollar signs and stuff like that. But what exactly um, do you want to know about your finances? Uh, how to manifest large sums of money. Um, how to manifest what? Large sums of money. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> I think that's a very popular question <laughs> you asked. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Um, well, all right. They're 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 putting no finance stones yet. Okay. Um, you have two psychic stones, a karmic path stone, and then you have
3: um,
0: a clear stone, and then you also have the blood stone. The blood stone is about overcoming obstacles, and then you have, um, you have rapid transformation, overcoming obstacles on the karmic plane. And so long story short here, um, how to manifest large sums of money on the physical plane in this lifetime? What we want to do is we want to kind of go into the karmic contract. We want to cancel, clear, and delete the old contract. What you want to do is pre-patterns or you know kind of pattern forward something new um, and then start manifesting. So it's really not about work harder, work harder, work harder, harder, Millie. Okay, we want to kind of clear a karmic glitch or a karmic hook. All right, and then it shows that you can move forward doing that. May I ask what you do for a living? Um, Make jewelry. with. Okay, make jewelry. Okay, okay. so they're also, I have to to let you know, they're putting some type of real estate around you. Are you looking for a shop? Are you looking to move? What is this stuff that you're, they're putting um, an energetic um, hot spot, an energy-rich kind of chakra spot to kind of move into that's going to help, um, not only activate your energy, but help in, in, in karmic clearing. It's the only thing is that it's occurred to me recently that I might be living in the wrong area. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So there's, I mean, this, again, could be like a three-day reading. Um, and so the long story short of it is such, is that it's not about generating more cash. It's about clearing what I like to, to refer to as a karmic hook. And it's not like your karmic patterning. When I'm reading for people, like right now, energetically, I see your chakra system and your, I see your auric field. Chakras are fine. There's an energy print in the auric field. I like to look at auric fields like records. Remember the old 45 records, you know, <laughs> they go round and round and round, and what I do is I get the information from the record or the auric field as it spins. Clearly, it's, it's divinely guided by spirit. However... Remember when the 45 records would skip, It would be like, <laughs> like that. Yes. There is uh-huh. a glitch when it comes to manifesting large sums of money. You were very specific about large sums of money, which is great, okay? So you need some karmic clearing, and I can tell you it's out in a spiritual plane. Um, a really good stone to work with is bloodstone, okay? It's about courage of overcoming obstacles. And it's weird because um, the person that we just One of these, oh, the first lady that we talked to today, Jean, um, she had a lot of past life stuff becoming coming forward, and it must be Maury's people. Um, the, The glitch is really on the past life as opposed to the current life. And once you unhook that, which is very, it can very easily be done by karmic clearing. Citrine is an excellent stone to work for karmic clearing. What's very important is to be very conscious and mindful of what you want to put back into it energetically, at the beginning of the call, we were talking about geographical areas and how people attune to them and move on. I was born and bred in Pennsylvania. Um, I love New Hope. I go back to Doylestown to do a tour every year. But, you know, I, I cannot stand driving down Route 78 through Harrisburg and, and, and um, you know, Mechanicsburg and all of that because I can't stand the smell. And it's not a bad smell. It's the smell of flint. Um, and, and I've attuned to that, and I need to go on. So that's a perfect example of an area pushing me out of there. And the weird thing is, is I love people from Pennsylvania. You know, I love the Doylestown peeps. I love people from that area, but when I'm going down 78 to 81, I, I just can't get out of there fast enough. And so what you have done is you have attuned um, to the energy area that you're at, and you want to take a look um, at another area, and you want to look at First, I would I would really kind of figure out what kind of stones you like, what you don't like, and then look for other geographical areas that contain that. So there's so much here. And the first stone that you have is the amethyst stone, which is about intuition. Um, And then you have the charite stone, C H A R O I T E. That is a Russian stone, and any kind of Russian stuff, Russian vodka, Russian men. They, you know, (laughs) Russian (laughs) Russian stones. They carry quite a punch, and it's a stone of rapid transformation. Bloodstone overcoming obstacles and then you have the beautiful light onyx which is a very rare stone But it's, it's actually the stone of Dharma living into your potential um, And with that it will get rid of this this karmic hook that is holding um, it, It's showing that you 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 make money, but it goes down the tubes fast. Is that correct? Yes. Yes Uh-huh exactly. I can tell you why because they're showing a portal where there's a lot of abundance coming through But it's being held open by this little hook and it won't stop and fill up, it just keeps going right down. Um, and not? so, you know, you might want to tune in in the next couple of weeks. We'll be talking about how to manifest this, but also um, karmic cleansing. And after the shift of 2012, we're moving into 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, it's a great time to cleanse that um, karmic field and repattern something positive into it. Um, and it's just a tiny little glitch Um, but it's keeping your energy skipping just like a scratch on a 45 record. Does that make sense? It definitely makes sense. Yeah. So in the meantime, two stones for you to start working with. Citrine. Uh, Very easily, you can easily get a piece of citrine. Put that in your left hand, okay? Um, And then, well, you're right-handed. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, yeah, because that's what they were showing. Um, Put the citrine in your left hand. And then put the bloodstone in your right hand for going forward and overcoming obstacles. And the obstacles are in the karmic um, field as opposed to in your current field. So if you broaden your your kind of scope, um, you'll be able to connect with that more. Fantastic. um, You're very, very welcome. Um, It's been an honor to meet you, all these really cool people. (laughs) Well, thank you.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Millie. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you both. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So I want to um, switch gears a little bit here and I want to talk about Crystal Camp because I see we're, we're getting along on time here. <laughs> I want to make sure we get folks to hear about what, what we're having in store over the next coming weeks. And you hear Allison referring to our next three weeks. We're going to be covering uh, a tremendous amount of information. Clearly, this call alone is no, is just not like your normal, you know, call. She's, you know, Allison, you're always generous with, with your plethora of information and God knows, you know so much that I can't wait to get my hands on. And I always take notes, no matter how many interviews we do. Um, I'm always like, oh, oh, really? Oh, wow. So um, Crystal Camp is going to start next Thursday. It will be three Thursdays. And you can click, if you're on the event page, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash Crystal Camp is the um, page. So you can register for, uh, spend some time with us over the next month. It'll be from three to four thirty each uh each Thursday, so this is ninety minute classes and we're going to be going into the many many things, but one of the things I think is really important and you're hearing Allison um talk about it is the combining of the stones and what stones place nice together and some really unusual ways of repatterning your situations by mixing and matching your stones how to troubleshoot why things aren't working you know I love that Allison you really kind of demonstrated um, that sometimes we think it's one thing and that, that our lead emotion may not be the real issue that needs to be solved it might be something underneath it that's a totally different family of stones that would help um, I know and we've talked you know, in all different directions about that. So we're going to be going into how you can really become more fluent in the ability to, to, uh, to work with the stone. Um, this, this class is the beginning. So it's, we, we actually talked about it. And what we're going to be doing, this is level one. This is going to be the first of probably two to three um, classes, but they're all going to build on each other. So this will be a prerequisite for anything that goes forward. Okay, because we want to make sure that everybody, we're not like blowing circuits and making sure that everybody's educated on the way through the through the material, which obviously gets pretty intense. So the first um, crystal camp starts next week, and we have the tuition is two ninety seven, and we have a coupon code for early registration. So that coupon code is going to have a hard stop at midnight on Sunday. This Sunday, you get fifty dollars off the tuition, so it's two forty seven. And the coupon code is CrystalCamp50, so you get fifty dollars off. It's CrystalCamp50. So when you go to register, you can just put that in. Um, we are going. This class is going to be limited, so when we have had several registrations before we even got on the call today, uh, I am going to. Um, we're going to see. How it goes, and uh, and then we'll we'll decide where we have to stop because Allison tries to get to everybody very, you know. As you can see, there's a lot, and we, we want to be able to answer your questions and, and 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 that kind of thing, and get you some in-depth information. So please register sooner than later, and if you want the fifty dollars off, you can um, make sure you do that before the Sunday of this this week. Allison, is there anything you want to say about your plans for for Crystal Camp?
0: Oh gosh, there's tons to say, but do you have any? <laughs> you know, yeah, I know, um, I know. Yeah. Um, well, you know, there's just so much to cover, and I'm really excited about it. But I think we really, you know, you you do have a, an advanced group here, and I love working with the advanced groups. And I, I mean, I can see where this is going. I mean, we have everyday emotional questions, mental questions, finances. Um, you know, um, kind of romance, uh, life's path, all of that, and and we're going to do our best to to cover everything, but it is going to be um, a a rather in-depth class, so make sure you get a really good night's sleep. Um, Also, when you're listening um, in on the call, have your your stones around you, because um, we're going to talk about how to connect to the stones, you know, you're going to take a look at your own stones. Um, which stones are working for this, which stones are working for that. When you're on the call, pay close attention to your stones because you're going to notice they're going to start talking to you. And so um, you may want to sage selenite and sound your stones, uh, which is cleaning them. We're going to talk about that on the stones. But if you have a lot of stones, create a sacred space um, you know when we're going on this call, and I would love you know I love to teach in person and have interactive classes um, but on this this kind of online workshop I'm going to do my best to connect to help each and every one of you connect to the stones that are surrounding you. so have them ready to work with and we're going to go through step by step um, you know kind of um, uh, descriptions and and identifications of what's going on around you. So we're going to be talking to a lot of people, but on individual levels. Um, I'm super, super, super excited about this. Mari, I can't thank you for bringing this to life and breathing life into it, (laughs) because I've been thinking about it, but honestly, I, I cannot get my act together enough to do it, and you do a tremendous job. I'm so excited. To work with you and all these amazing people, and and really, you know, we're all going to be working um, on a collective energy, which is really cool. And I'm excited to see this collective energy um, unfold. Feel it. Everybody's going to be able to connect energetically through the stones, and and I really hope that I can just rock their world. <laughs> well, I rock their world. I love it. I love it. Um, well,
1: I yeah, I I I totally agree, and. Uh, and it's it's going to be really good. And what I, the other thing I want to say is, we do have a vision of, you know, doing a few of these these levels, and then doing an actual symposium next year in the beginning of next year at Allison School in Asheville. So I'll be hosting a actual live event there. And all of you who've been to Crystal Camp, it'll be an exclusive Crystal Camp live event. So this is something that we really want. I I really think it's important to get beyond just like what we were talking about earlier, just the intuition, um, and getting into all of the messages that the Earth has for us. And this is a really, really huge tool that so many people miss, and you guys are going to be lucky enough to get access to. So. I'm excited about this, and I think you know. You'll give us feedback and let us know how you how you like it, what what you need, what you don't need, and we'll we'll you know create it as we go. But I wanted to throw the gauntlet down and grab Allison and get her to do this with me, so we could get her excited about it. So she'll want to do lots more with us. Um, okay, so you guys know how to get to that. Uh, Crystal Camp 50 is the coupon code, and that's that for the offer. And if you don't mind, let's, can we get to a couple more questions because we have so many? I'm going to just look at some of these written questions too because I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, okay, we have somebody who is asking about what what kind of stone is best to help with um, electromagnetic fields for absorbing electromagnetic frequencies.
0: Oh, like EMFs from like the computer yeah. things? Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. There's three really, really great stones for that. Um, first and foremost is black tourmaline, all right? Black tourmaline repels any negative energy, which is called positive ions, weirdly enough. And what it does is as um, it comes towards you or, or, you know, as it comes towards a stone, um, the stone itself repels that energy splits that ion, those positive ions in half, recalibrates it, and turns it into negative ions, So, which is positive energy. And so the Himalayan salt lamps are very, very good for that. You know, if you want to go out and buy one, those are very good for that as well. Um, however, I, me personally, I do the Himalayan salt lamp, and then I'd have a big piece of black tourmaline, and if you can't get a big piece because they're thousands of dollars, uh, get a couple small pieces, and... Um, you know, um, make sure that they're nice and pure, not processed, something else we need to cover in our crystal camp. Um, mm-hmm. But black tourmaline not only repels it, but it splits the energies and it restructures it to become a positive energy. So I love that. If that's the only stone you can get, get it. Also, smoky quartz, what it does is it takes that the negative energy from the EMFs and it grounds it. It basically neutralizes it, like snuffs it out. And then the next stone, the last stone, is amazonite or amazonite. A lot of people it's spelled Amazonite. And uh smoky quartz obviously is brown, black tourmaline is black, amazonite or amazonite, um is spelled amazonite, is a um, kind of a turquoise color stone. It's the stone of the goddess. I love that for, for the, um, the the goddess part, but it's also very effective at um, what it does is it absorbs the energy and it neutralizes it. So smoky quartz just, like, hits it and snuffs it out. Amethyst it takes a different level of the uh, electromagnetic frequencies and absorbs it and then snuffs it out, and then black tourmaline actually repels them. Now, not mm-hmm. all EMFs are the same, so I would strongly suggest to get all three of those and a salt lamp. Put them by your computers, put them by your televisions. Um, a lot of people even tape, these black tourmaline pieces to their cell phones um, you know, um, a lot of those cell phone little buttons you stick on to kind of neutralize the EMFs are actually made out of black tourmaline but amazonite, smoky quartz and black tourmaline um, all of them will get you very well fortified, protected and covered um, from the EMF
1: wow, excellent that's why I have all that in my house and I didn't even know it <laughs> <laughs> I oh, let, me
0: just, let me just say, yes. um, if, you, if anybody has any clear quartz around your computers or electronics, get rid of it. Remember what we talked about at the beginning of the call? It's an amplifier. Magnifying glasses and microphones are made out of quartz crystal, so they will um. actually amplify it. So not only do you want to use the stones to snuff it out, but if you have any clear quartz, um, or, God forbid, um, you know, Herkimer diamonds or very high octane stones, get them away. Put them across the room or outside of the rooms from your electronics because they can actually, um, you know, exacerbate and exaggerate the problem.
1: Wow. That's actually, that's the kind of stuff we really need to know because I think a lot of times we get into these things and they're actually working against us and we have the best of intentions, but we don't. when you don't know the real nuances of what you're dealing with, you can get yourself into some... Uh, Sometimes things are working against you, you don't even know. So Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um okay, I wanna say I wanna let me just see here. We have some more people on the lines. Um we are gonna take another caller. Let's go here to Janine Thompson in oh, it says New York, but I know Janine is in North Carolina. Hi, Janine. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hi, I'm here. You
3: are. <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. So here's my question. Yep, I'm in North Carolina now. Um, I am
1: launching a new business and um, kind of cut the cord on you know some of those you know soul sucking wage slave activities.
2: And um, I would like some guidance on what else I can be doing um, to step into
1: creating a valuable, um, serviceable, profitable, fun business.
0: Okay, very good. Where in North Carolina are you? I'm in Durham. Oh, in Durham. Is that right? Um, She's a bit blurry, Mari. I can't hear her very well. uh, Yep,
1: yep, wait. Okay. Uh, Janine, get a little closer to the phone if you can. you there? Can you hear me? Can you lose you? Okay, yep. Okay, there you are. Okay, go ahead. Okay, then. I'll speak closer.
0: Yep, okay, great. Better. Thank you. Okay. Um, what kind of business are you trying, um, well, I, I don't even want to say, it. they're taking the word try, and, and the guys are already throwing it out. So it means embarking on, better word. Okay. What type of business um, you it's a, prof- it's a professional organizing business. Okay. All right. They're giving you two thumbs up, so this is a great thing. So you want to know how you can enhance that and, and, and um, accelerate correct. the business, correct? Very good. Yeah. Okay, three, three numbers between 1 and 42. Uh,
2: 22, 7 and 40.
0: 22. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Um, and 40, excellent, number between 1 and 4. 2. 2, a number between 1 and 6. 5. 5 okay okay wow this is actually a really cool reading um i, I really like this a lot um they're showing that women are going to be your best customers but you already know that you have the sacred lemurian seed crystal here interestingly enough okay um the first stone is is orange calcite stone of positive change so you know before we even pulled the stones the guys are giving you a thumbs up you're on your way i missed i said the word try but they backed me up and they use the word embark. Okay, so yes, this is going to be a very successful business. Um, however, you want to um, kind of—you uh, really actually need to talk to Mari, the marketeer, because she's excellent at marketing. Um, they keep saying marketing, 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 marketing. Um, the, mm-hmm. You want to—you want to target your market. They're—they're they're really putting. Um, I don't know. I know that you know that the women are your target market, but there's something about your advertising that's not conveying that to the right people in the right way, so you want to take a look at that and kind of hone that skill. They're kind of sharpening the points. Does that make sense to you? Okay. Um, obviously it's, it's sewing rose quartz, you're following your heart. Um, intellectually you have a really great idea um, and you know where you want to go, but they're taking, there's a big leap from your intellect to actually the paper. Do you, do you have your website and everything done? Yes. Okay. So um, they're showing that the message, your message, what you have in your head, is not completely conveyed to your target market. Um, So you want to take a look at that. You also want to talk about, they're showing the black tourmaline, and we just talked about how that turns negative energy into positive energy. And so you really want to to talk about uh, that, and you actually may want to bring some of the spirituality into it. You can even work with stones and help them strategically utilize stones to stay more organized and more focused. Um, I actually have that as a part of it, so maybe I need to speak to that. Yes, Because I do do hand analysis and I work with crystals. Okay, perfect, perfect, because they're showing bring that in. And you can help these people. um, Oh, here's where the missing link is. You can help these people become more organized, but what you can do that other people can't is help them maintain um, you know, their, their organization skills and not only organize something for them but teach them how to live a more organized life. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And so um, you, what they're saying is, is that you need to explain more of your other modalities and put that on your website Um, And they're also, you know, I like to to read stones with what's there and what's missing. You don't have any throat chakra stones, okay? There's no blue stones here. And because that's missing, what the guides are saying is you want to get out there and not only doing, like, regular advertising, but start speaking, meeting, greeting, um, kind of doing demonstrations. You have to get out there um, energetically and um, propel it through the voice. So take a look at... um, they're showing blue calcite, blue lace agate, as far as getting your words out there um, in, 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 they're showing the ear in, in the physical voice as well as on print and in the Internet. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I have some of those things coming up, so that's good. Okay, perfect. And what you want to do is you want to really focus on how unique you are as far as, your skills are very good at organizing, but what you can do is work with these people and help them continue to stay organized. So, and then also bring in what being organized will do for their personal life, their professional life, and so on. So marry a bit of that spirituality um, with the organizational skills, and it looks like you'll be on your way.
2: hmm Okay.
1: Beautiful. Does that
2: help you? Yes. Perfect. I think I need to probably go and make some tweaks to my site, which I kind of know I needed to do, and make things more clear. Um, and just continue getting out and speaking,
0: yes, absolutely, because a lot of the people once you ex- and also use unique scenarios, um, speak to them, um, listen to what they have to say, their feedback, um, and then you know give little teasers of problem solving. but what they want to know is that you understand what their particular issue is, um, and the answer is yes, you do that, you just have to kind of convey that, so do really focus on the meet and greet um, and then the, the copy on your website needs to be beefed out to convey everything that's in your head on the intellectual level. They're showing the um, clear calcite stone, which means everything's in your head. It needs to go out through the voice, the throat chakra. And also, um, Mari is a, a, a master at copy, um, so I'm sure a, a session or two with her will definitely help you. I know, it's helped me. <laughs> so <sorry. laughs> Thank you so much
1: for calling in, Janine. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks. You know what, Allison, you're you're phenomenal, and um, I just want to say thank you. I know we're at the end of our our show today. Is there are there any uh, lo- kind of last words of wisdom you'd like to share with everybody before we wrap the show for today?
0: Oh. Okay. Well. Um. Yeah. As far as the stones, I always close close with "Be good to your stones, and your stones will be good to you." And being good to your stones means um, to make sure they're cleansed. Please, uh, you know, do not let your stones sit out in the sun for days. Um, Moonlight is much better. Also, whatever you do, do not soak your stones in salt water. Uh, That will actually kill them. Um, So fire up your stones. Be good to your stones. Your stones will be good to you. And really just kind of um, start paying attention to the subtle energies out there because we're going to be talking a lot about those subtle energies in the next couple of weeks and and really kind of um kind of honing your skills with the stones and also not only uh with the stones but with mother nature with mother earth the divine and each other
1: beautiful wonderful well
0: you know what you guys
1: i I think that's it for today but i just want to say i'm looking forward to seeing you all in crystal camp this is This is really, really good stuff. I know it's just going to get better and better and better. So you can go to ahamomentsworld.com forward slash crystalcamp, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-C-A-M-P. And if you register quickly, you'll get the uh, coupon code crystalcamp50, and we will see you in class. So I'm going to end today's call with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this energy, anything is possible. See you next week, everybody. Take care.